Ravashri has a uh, shayla about Birch Sagomil. And uh, this shayla, he says, uh, was presented, or it came up in uh, the, on the 13th of Cheshvan, Metavshin um, Beis, which corresponds to November 3rd, 1941. Uh, that is the uh, day in which uh, the Nazis uh, gathered together um, more than 10,000 men, women, and children in order to uh, murder them. And uh, the great majority of them, of course, were killed um, at the hands of the Nazis. And however, there were a number of them that were left alive. And the question arose as to whether they should say Birch Sagomel. The suffix that they had was the following, that uh, on the one hand, they were saved from danger. And that's, of course, the... Um, the idea behind Berch Sagomel when a person is saved from danger, but on the other hand, <coughs> the danger remained in, remained in place, and it remained in the ghetto, and it was uncertain uh, what would happen at any point in time um, to them, and uh, the Nazis could decide to uh, kill everyone else in the uh, in the ghetto as well. So this is the question which came up. So Ravashri notes the Gemara in Brachos and Daphne and Dalim and Beis, where the Gemara introduces the concept of, uh, or the halacha of Sagomel, that there are four different people who have to, um, who have to give thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, the Gemara mentions that the Yerde Ayam, people who cross the sea, people who uh, cross the desert, um, a person who was healed from illness, <clears throat> and a person who was uh, imprisoned, and then exit the prison. So he goes through, you know, a discussion in regard to this, the simple, straightforward halacha, she quotes, which comes from the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch uh, the, discusses Birch Sagomel and Simon Reishi Tess in Arachaim. So again, the simple understanding of the halacha is that this uh, halacha only um, applies, you say Birch Sagomel, when a person has actually been saved from the danger. He discusses the discussion in regard to this, but that's the simple understanding of this. Um, and the Mishnah also seems to concur in regard to this as well, that it's... Uh, um, only um, when the event, let's say, has concluded, uh, the person already crossed the desert, the person already is uh, out of the ocean, etc. At that point in time, the individual would say, Birch HaSagomel. then notes that a number of the Achronim uh, say that uh, what happens if, let's say, for example, a person has um, an ongoing kind of challenge. Uh, let's say, for example, a person um, is on a boat and then sometimes they stop over at a particular port, and then they continue on their journey, and then they continue um, again and again. So, quotes from the Eliyahu Rabbah, that he said that uh, you have to wait until the person has emerged from the Tzara completely. He quotes the same from a number of other Achronim, the Archos Chaim, the Ateres Zekenim, the Birchi Yosef, um, and even quotes this from the Sefer Marva Shemesh in the name of... Uh, um, one of the Hasidic rabbis that he also said the same thing, that the same is true. Um, on the Pulsuk HaPam Odeas Hashem, that uh, the Mar Shemesh also notes that it's only when the danger has already concluded. Um, and this has, I'll just mention parenthetically, halachic uh, ramifications often when a person, let's say, for example, comes down with an illness or has an operation or something along those lines, some kind of uh, medical uh, or health challenge. Uh, the individual... Um, waits until they've emerged from the danger, at that point in time, the Berch Sagomel is to be said. So a person, let's say, has a serious operation, they usually will not say Berch Sagomel immediately afterwards. They wait until uh, they've recovered 
um, their strength, and it seems like things are, are stable um, at that point in time. So, for that reason, says Rav Ashri, at, uh, in this situation, in regard to the uh, people who were saved from this uh, terrible, terrible um, event uh, in which uh, so many Jews were murdered, um, nonetheless, given that they are still in danger, so therefore they should not say Berch Sagomel. Ramavashri adds something interesting as well. Um, he says that uh, another reason, since he, in addition to the purely halachic angle, is that if people would say Berch Sagomel, so then people would begin to think that they, uh, psychologically, they must have emerged from the danger. You know, that uh, now the, as he puts it, achin sarmar hamaves, krovo hi Yeshua sam lavo, that, uh, it, you know, the Yeshua is around the corner. And uh, even though it's an interesting, it's interesting uh, from a couple of different angles, from a psychological point of view, he recognized um, that uh, this would actually be advantageous to the uh, to the Germans, because the Germans did this on an ongoing basis. Um, he describes how they would uh, try to get the hopes of the Jews up, um, and then he, they felt that, that as a consequence they would be able to control them more because they kept on, you know, uh, encouraging them and uh, indicating as if there was something that was, uh, you know, good that was going to happen and they were going to be saved. So he says in this case, the, the realism, reality, rea- based being based in reality, um, Rav Ashri says is critical to recognize the challenge that they had, and therefore he thinks for that reason as well, Birch Sagoma would not be appropriate. And therefore he told them that uh, they should not say Birch Sagomel, but they should look forward to the time when a Baruch Hu, um, would uh, save them.